Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bender Blend. This is episode number 69. Uh, we've taken a long break, but we are back and recording and happy that you are tuning in and listening. Um, hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you to Gabby. Uh, we sat down for about an hour on this one, short and sweet. We talked about a lot of good things. Um, thank you to Nick LaFaro, the music in the background playing. He goes by Taponis on soundcloud go check out his music um he was on the last two episodes of the bender blend he's the metal sculpture artist goes by lafaro metal arts at lafaro metal arts on instagram go look at his art he's really talented dude thanks badger for letting me use your music um also shout out to liquid gravity thank you for the beer delicious beer it's uh we tried the blackberry white ale and the pina colada lager on this episode uh really good beer they're a local brewery here in san luis obispo they have a really cool spot lots of really good beers if you're local go check them out if you're not maybe i can chip you or smuggle you some beer wink wink anyways uh also pendleton whiskey i sip that on almost every episode it's just a nice smooth canadian blended whiskey Uh, Cheers to them as well, and cheers to all of you for tuning in. I'm going to stop talking. Let's get into the episode. Um, Hope you're, again, hope you're all safe and healthy, and uh, yeah, stay tuned for more. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. Okay, Gabby, welcome (laughs) back. We are the Bender Blend. We have been gone for For far too long. Far too long. Three months, I want to say. Um, I mean, a lot has happened. Yeah. Um, so on this episode, everybody listening, uh, thanks for tuning in again. If you are a new listener, uh, get ready. We're a little rusty at this, but we're going to do our best and we're going to try and entertain you as well as give you guys some cool shit to go check out and do and learn. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember how to speak into a microphone. You got it. It's straight in there. This is our 68th episode. Okay. How about whoa. that? Um, that is whoa. That feels cool. My face doesn't say it, but I <laughs> neither does my voice. But here we go. All right, so Gabby, um, we don't, there's a lot to cover, but let's just here's what I'm thinking today. Um, I had a conversation with my friend Prio. He's come up many times, in many the times, and we were talking about like, you know, there's a there's a lot of lack of hope going around, mm-hmm. um, and so I, what I've been trying to do, and I think you're in the same boat, is find shit that it makes you feel like hopeful about anything. Yeah. Um, art has been a struggle lately. Like uh, not quite a struggle. Uh, just the, uh, the motivation to do it has been the big struggle. Like you start doing it and maybe you feel this way. People listening, do you guys have that moment of like, you start doing, you're like, okay, I'm fired up. And then you start doing, you're like, meh, mm. it's malaise. Yeah. And it's, probably depression and it's trauma from the last year and a half and it's it's everything and so um it's not really knowing how to how to do it and you get there because i have that that um experience like Mm. when i pull out my notepad immediately i get so sleepy and i'm like oh i'm gonna take a nap (laughs) yeah and i open the book to the to the page i'm gonna start drawing and i'm and i'm about to put the pencil on the paper and then all of a sudden i get really tired (laughs) yeah that's so that's kind of what i'm that's today's episode is kind of about let's combat combat that yes that's or combat combat that <laughs> and and obviously there's no quick fix for anything and i've learned that 
as much as I want to be naive and be like, yeah, you just you hear good advice and then you're done and you're ready to roll. It's like that's I I know I'm not that. I want to be that dumb, but I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm or naive. Di- naive. Sorry, you're right. I'll be, I'll be kinder to myself um, and to everybody else. I mean, you are dumb, but you're not oh, naive. To- totally. I, I acknowledge that for sure. I'm just kidding. No, but there's... Bender's ev- the least dumbest person I Least know. dumbest. Everybody can be dumb, um, but that that's a big term. Anyways, so what I've been thinking about is, and Gabby and I have been talking about lately... Nice crisp. We haven't had a can open sound in so oh long. Oh my god, what are we doing? Um, so you're enjoying a liquid gravity pina. Liquid gravity pina colada lager. Yeah, it's really good. Way to go, guys. Uh, they I think it was a collaboration with another brewery, Hanakoa. Hanakoa. Oh my god. It's good, huh? That's legitimately a pina colada. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Um, so if you live here in Slow, go to Liquid Gravity and get or their cans are. I think them. they're distributing pretty well, at least in California. But yeah. this is probably the best pina colada I've had in the States. That's saying something, too, because it's a beer. Um, yeah. Anyways, that so there you go, creating shit. Wow. Uh, that's kind of... So what we've been kind of getting into, you and I, Gabby, and listeners, I encourage... This is the encouragement today is, if you take away anything, is try and find a... <laughs> And forgive the name. It's just I just came up with it. It sucks, but we'll, it, we're calling it Hopeful Hobbies. <gasps> I like the alliteration. Right, that's all I could think of. And uh, <laughs> hashtag hashtag Hopeful, hopeful hob- hob- Oh my god! <laughs> so so it's like what we're talking about is getting like old furniture, old mm-hmm. pot, and and repurposing it and or re like paint it, sand it down, and then paint it cool colors. And honestly, that simple that simple of a project has been like giving me joy and some hopefulness. And it's like, uh, yeah, I think I want everybody listening to have that. And it may not be that, but finding that thing that can be like, I'm looking forward to doing this. And yeah. that for me, that has been. And I know for you too, it's like, let's go find cool old furniture and like update it and give it a new paint job and like fix it and you know and that that and add value to it and yeah. you can sell it add some character to exactly. it exactly and then hey make a few bucks if somebody's into it they're like exactly yeah. you know and that's we've talked about that a lot where artists have a hard time um putting a value on their creations because there's almost this um yeah like this spiritual like disparity between creating something <laughs> yeah. out of your soul and out of your heart and then putting a dollar sign on it, which is the antithesis of what art art feels like it should be. Yeah. But at the same time, um, unfortunately, you know, that's the world, the world that we live in. Yeah. You know, you have to have value in whatever and whatever it is. And, um, and we have to value ourselves mm-hmm. and it's like, we almost have to twist that mentality around and that like self-talk of, oh, I'm an, I'm an artist and it shouldn't be that this way and it shouldn't be that way. And ideally in a perfect oasis, it would be that way. But we also, you know, it feels good to, to value our, our art. If not in, if not in, um, monetary dollar signs, then at least in, in people wanting to acquire it. 
yeah. to feature it in their yeah. homes or, you know, whatever. That feels good. Yeah. And one that being what you just touched on is that it's bringing someone else joy and and ignore like let's put aside the like oh but there's a doll that doesn't matter it's like someone will pay you for that in this it's like yeah that's capitalism and that and that in this that's it is what it is Mm -hmm. and if it allows you to keep creating more then it's like and yeah i think we've we always talk about this of like the struggle like ah and maybe that's what's holding us back is we're we're not full of ourselves i don't even know that's not fair but you know what i mean like making money on your art uh i've never done that i've done it once and it was like that's cool i did a beer label and i got paid for yeah. it yeah and that was ne- that was neat but it also like you know it, and it's the battle of the two wills of mm-hmm. am i a pure artist if i'm getting paid for it? it's like well if you're, are you doing art then yes then shut then up you're an artist then period shut, <laughs> shut it and yeah so finding that joy again yeah in in just creating shit. And, right. And if somebody wants to buy it, then like I've gotten to the point, especially because uh, when you're broke <laughs> and so, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there, it's like, okay, but that's not the motivation. It's always the motivation of I need to create because it's fulfilling. Mm-hmm. But if someone's like, hey, I'll pay you 50 bucks for that or a hundred bucks for that. It's like, awesome. I just got a double, like it's that double edged, like, cool. I just. I can put gas in my vehicle and I can also buy more paint, buy more paint or get more resources. I or... can, you know, take a shower. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you paying per shower? Uh, no, that's making a, that's a, nah. I don't know what the, I don't know what I was saying there, but I think so. But do you see, you know, and I know you and I have, you've every, boy, I'm, I can't assume, but. I'm going to assume most people listening to this have been struggling with the overall fuckery of the state of the world. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't, please send us a message and tell us what's been helping you or keeping mm-hmm. you af- afloat of the or above the din of the shit that is <laughs> happening. And it's. Yeah. But I think we can all agree that, like, yeah, we're all stressed out, traumatized, tired, like when we're tired. And that's my biggest complaint for creating is like you said you get sleep i'm the same but like i'll start doing something i'm like i'd rather just take a nap like that is so unhealthy (laughs) what why is that our reaction why Um, is that such a visceral reaction i don't know i i someone could probably break it down for us but we want to know we need to bring a psychologist here next time i my loose my uneducated guess would be that it's it's a, a response to like trauma and we're just like I don't, I don't have, it's, it's a weird, like defensive, like, no, I'm safer if I don't go outside my norm of mm. what I'm tired, you know, something like that. Yeah. Of, but Yeah. I think maybe subconsciously that we're like, what if the thing that we create looks like shit? <laughs> so we just don't, won't even begin in the first place. So we might as well just take a nap. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. that Because if it looks like crap, we're not going to want to do it afterwards. Like, oh, God, I thought I was an artist and I thought I was good. And now I suck. And there goes my entire identity. Yeah. Well, there that definitely is always a part of it. I think anybody that makes shit is always worried about how it looks or, you know, and we're talking visual art, but also music. It's like, is it going to sound good? Is it going to look good? Feel, you know, but that hold up of like 
that has become secondary for me of like I don't even care if it looks shitty the the hardest thing is to just like have the energy to be enthusiastic about it anymore and so that's where I'm trying that's why the new hobbies the hopeful hobbies is like it I've I've found a new van and this is this happens it like I've been drawing I'm trying to still draw you know because that always helps my brain just but what did does something to me it's good and i so i kept that up but finding new mediums to play with like mm-hmm. whether woodworking or rebuilding and it's like that it it seems like we have to constantly keep evolving right now cuz i know for me personally it's like if i'm not evolving and changing the way i do art or create as then i'm and i feel stagnant because of that and it's like if I, all right well then i think outside the box like let's drill a hole in a glass jar and put lights in it and sorry i'm burping um <laughs> super pro it's good beer <laughs> um and you know, but you know what i mean like yeah it, and that's where i'm trying to like that hanging on to that little f- hyper focus of just like okay that that kind of stuff that we've been doing of taking old furniture or, or a piece of you know a basic picture frame like you were suggesting like let's repaint that and add a add my you know my signature to yeah, it yeah your flair so or something and it all of a sudden it becomes something new and that right i mean again that is the basic art of cre- the art of cre- it's the basic act of creation yeah. is making something new steal like an artist it's steal, like what that that you whole know book. that whole so, book yeah and so i think i want people to like hear this and go like okay maybe i should start thinking about like if you're a photographer, are you t- like how tired of you are tired of you? <laughs> how tired of you are you of you? Um, you know, and I'm just trying to hypotheticals, but let's say you're a photographer and you're you've been you take landscape pictures mm-hmm. and you're fucking good at it. And it's I wonder, and we'll have to we have a few friends that are really good photographers. Ask them, be like, hey, what what? Is that still satisfying? And if it isn't, what are you doing differently that is now satisfying to you? And that goes across the board. Music. Are you a musician? And you're like, I'm tired of playing this. It's like, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. So we'll have to reach out and maybe we'll 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 kind of put a pin in this. Yeah. That question and, and ask our friends that do other artists. Yeah, that's true. Do other artists. <laughs> Sorry, I have a smooth brain. It's, um, Jesus. it's a really cloudy day. <laughs> and it's smoky. It's smoky though. That's what's cloudy. It's awful. The red sun so and anyway, everything. That's no excuse, but, but I think it, uh, it, yeah, it can sorry. go, um, rambling. It, go, <laughs> you, you go, Gabby. I think I started rambling. <laughs> I think it, uh, you, you know, it can expand beyond that, like not just people or artists that are doing art, but people that haven't been doing that, but want to get into something more individually expressive after a year of yeah. working at home or years spent in a type of job or a type of career. And you've, you've either lost your job or because of the pandemic or you're you know, working from home and it feels isolating and you have all this energy and, or, you know, yeah. like different scenarios, yeah. but like, Good point. you know, where the pandemic has really uprooted the way that the world told us that everything functioned, 
you know, like the bosses, for example, oh, you can't do this job from from home. There's absolutely no way. And then boom, everything changed. Oh, you have to do it from home. So, okay. So I guess I can do it from home. So I can yeah. be a little more independent and be at home. And it's showed, it's, it's, it's switched the narrative and the power over to employees. But also at the same time, I think a lot of people are valuing what is, or realizing the value of uh, what is what is truly important in life. Like, what do they really want to do? Do they want yeah. to continue yeah. work? You know, some of them are, are really thankful and blessed that they've had a job during the pandemic. And some of them are like, oh my God, I need a complete change in my life because what is life? The pandemic has showed us how precious life is. What is my life if I'm if I'm not enacting, you know, these dreams that I had, these goals that I had, these like, you know, be it whatever. I wanted to travel more and I want to do this more. And what allows more freedom for you? So I guess like in a way it's, um, in the, in a, you know, a second question would be like, what, what has this time shown you what is like what what is i guess freedom for for people you know freedom of expression or yeah. you know whatever yeah. it is no that's a good point that's a, uh yeah you're right and that is the other side of it is it it doesn't have to be creative it's just like what do you you know routines got uprooted and it's yeah um there's an there's a <laughs> oh boy i'm going to I'm going to butcher it, but there's a, a dude, he's a, I want to say he's a doctor as well as an anthrop- anthropologist. And he uh, went over to Africa after the, or during and after the Ebola crisis mm-hmm. over there. And he started, you know, researching and asking people like what, you know, what went wrong and figuring out why was it so bad? And he, what he kind of pointed out is like it's not so much the actual like yes the virus itself like the disease is horrible but what it did just like here and it's doing everywhere else in the world is the pandemic is pulling back the curtain showing the flaws in this in the way things go right and the way that we've been doing things it's like well that doesn't work anymore because you will it's and and the division it's caused and it's just like it's not like Oh boy, somebody's gonna be like, oh, "Fuck!" COVID nineteen is just is to me is is yes, that is the problem. But it also pulled back, lifted up the rug, and said, "Look at all the actual other real problems there are." Yeah, and I don't think everybody's brain was ready for that because <laughs> we've been coasting along with mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, there's always turmoil." Nah, okay, but now it's like everywhere is bad. Yeah, everything is happening, and so like you were saying it's like what you know what normal question or uh quote air quotes normal people are doing got turned around and it's but i want to try and find the silver lining of like it's good that we're aware of this so how do we move forward not falling into the same traps of like yeah and but i think part of the like that we were a little bit delusional in the way we we were living our lives of like I don't have to think about that. And now we, right. we've we all been, it's like we all have to think about how things are. And and so for every day, for anybody, it's just like, how do you deal with that stress? And, and, it's, and that's part of this episode is the question of how we've been dealing with it. Mm-hmm. 
and then we'll extend that out to the listeners. Like, how do you guys deal with it? Is it exercise? And if so, like how, cause I think it's, it goes back to that thing of like, it's, it's a beat down right now. Like it's constant. Like yeah. you start getting ahead. Like I was in a hiking routine every week or every weekend I'd go hiking and now I'm like back into this, like, I'm not, not being active, but it's just this, and it feels, it's so weird to like yeah. be aware of what you want to change and not being able to change it. Yeah. Like that is, that is where I'm at. And I'm like, I, it's, it, and I know there's probably a lot of like people that are like, well, go fucking live somewhere else. That's even worth. And I, and I'm not saying that you know what i mean i i don't want to ever compare. god that argument is the worst but that you, is the but, but you see what i'm saying like straw man i know but it's also like i do feel guilty of like i'm completely like stop complaining i don't really have any real struggle well other than my mental health which is a real <laughs> fucking struggle <laughs> i don't know what i was trying to say but if it's not a broken bone then you're just fine that's all this um, Maybe I should society break does. My, yeah but I, I, I think you, yeah. we're, we're kind of like at the at the opposite end of the bell curve now. We're like at the beginning of the pandemic, there was this sense, there was this really beautiful moment in time, ironically, where everybody was going through the same exact <laughs> thing and everybody was finally on fucking yeah. Noah's Ark, yeah. willing to do anything to curb the, mm. the, curb the, Curve the curve. I don't know. Curve the curve. <laughs> curve the curve. Flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. Yeah. And um, and then it all went to yeah. hell and back and hell and back again and hell yeah. and back again. And during you know in California, I guess we were lucky that um, uh, you know the the governor signed that it was okay to have alcohol delivered to your house, so everybody felt like. Hey, I'm a hero if I'm staying at home and I'm drinking and you yeah. could drink in the middle of the day and you were you were good. You weren't an alcoholic. You were saving everybody because you're not leaving your house but you're drinking at home. And then so you weren't you got used to like this sense of isolation but you're staying at home, nobody's getting together, there's social distancing and then it starts expanding into like this like, well, what do I don't even know how to be social anymore. I don't know how to, you know, I only know how to talk to people on a on on the Zoom you know zoom zoom screen and um and then after a while it got it like everything started opening back up and then shit hit the fan again and then things had to close again so we don't know how to be with others almost we yeah. don't know how to like yeah. do any of that stuff or plan really and for people that aren't really planners like with ADD or ADHD where you just kind of go with the flow this this time is very difficult because you have to make reservations for whatever it is. So then, so anyway, so th those are all the, the finer details, but we're on the opposite end of the, of, of that, of that bell curve where we just don't know how to like almost act in the world post COVID. We're like, what do I do? I got right. so used to doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. And we're not even post COVID and it's like, exactly. but we want it, our, our brains are already like, okay, which that uh, that's a whole nother four episodes of trying to explain the psychology of why we think a year 
is long enough. That's plenty, like, the entitlement. Right. Okay, enough suffering. We forget how short a year is. We think a year, and we think, oh, that's plenty. And really, we we think that for anything. Yeah. But then that really flies by. Yeah. So in the in the going forward is where I'm because I have to I like I can look back and I, I as you know if you're gonna take wisdom it's like all right look what wasn't working and don't do that mm-hmm. but I also don't real like I still haven't quite and and again it's not a one thing like I found the key to surviving this healthy and not having issues. It's more just like, how do I deal with it day to day? Like, um, as much as I want to, like, can I just have the magic pill that I'm like, oh, everything's fine. I'm fucking making art. No. Oh, there's plenty of magic pills. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, if you, pharmaceutical and non My mailing address is. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's so now it's looking forward is the. All right. Let's do hot. Let's find some shit that is fulfilling and gives me some kind of some. Again, the thing to look forward to is like, ooh, I saw a fucking old piece of uh, or an old like end table sitting on like free. Right. On the, it's yeah. like go pick it up, right. sand it. What are you gonna do like with that it? That project, that idea of the project has been keeping me like excited, and I'm like, okay. Totally. And I think that's the message we're trying to say today is like, people like for all you guys. You know, everybody listening, if you're struggling, like we're with you too. Yeah. Here's what's working for us. If it doesn't work for you, but we're the mindset of like, all right, look. Yeah. And it's, it's an, it's, oh, that's not a new idea of like, do think, start doing things differently mm-hmm. to find something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Find more meaning in something else. It's like, but that, I think it needs to be reiterated because we're being pounded with just negative info and news every day. And it's like, right. I want to offer, that's why, uh, you know, doing the episode today was like, we have to put out, I want for my own sake too, it's a little selfish, but I'm like, yeah, I want to, whatever. <laughs> I want people to hear this. This is our podcast. <laughs> right. But it's like, Hey, like, let's go everybody. Like, come on, let's start. Let's start being more productive. Whatever that means. Like we, again, we it, point in fact, like it took us almost four months to do an episode yeah. and I had plenty of op- like, so, but now we're. But then I was like, gone for most of yes, those four and, months. And I did, and I and and I did put a lot of like I lean heavily on you for creative juice, and that's not quite fair, but it happens. It's like when you're, and that's so. Hope- but I understand that because I, I think yeah. we we're both the same, and that's just <laughs> yeah. like how our brains you feed off each other work. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so if you're if you're a solo artist and like. You're still motivated, like fuck yeah! Congratulations! Keep, yeah, you get an award. <laughs> but if you're not, and if you don't want to collaborate, like, and 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 in fact, your medium won't allow that. Like, what? What do you do? And what do you do if it's you know? And my friend Badger, who I had on the, he was our last episode. Uh, he's the metal sculpture. He does metal. Oh sculptures. yeah, yeah, yeah killer and he's 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 unique in his own way of you know he motivates himself because he's that like he's he's entered his artist space of like he will kick his own ass into gear right, and right. and also it's it's something it's like an itch he has to just do it 
Um, and he, but he also is like, yeah, there's times when I don't want to work. And it, and that's when it comes down to self-discipline. And he's really good at that of, even if it's, you know, like, but then if it's a like someone's paying for it, then okay, well then hundred percent, there's the motivation to just do it. But also he's good at, you know, recognizing like taking time and doing his own fun. It's, it's, tr it's tricky, but it's not impossible to right. motivate yourself. Well, it's almost, it's almost this, um, uh, this discipline that you have to practice. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. It's a discipline. You're right. hundred percent. Discipline yourself to do your, do what you need to do. Yeah. Like, you have to make yourself. Which shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, no, I'm not going to say it shouldn't be that way. It ha it kind of has to be that way mm -hmm. in order to, to keep that. Yeah. Otherwise, like if you, if uh, me, I'll use me as an example because I am I am undisciplined. <laughs> Seriously, as an artist, I'm like I don't fuck. I have zero discipline. Yeah, I just, me too. Part of it is, is I don't have that much at stake because right. I'm not getting. I'm not an artist for for hire or work. Like that's not what I do. Right. I just claim that title. I was like, yeah, I'm. I'll, I'm. An, I can be an artist at times, but. If I had more discipline, I'd be like, I would make it a point right. to be like, this is, I have to do this. Yeah. And I'm not there yet, but I, I one day I'd like to be like a hyper-focused, you know, have that yeah. discipline of like, all right. I think it's, um, you know, like with any, with it, it's easy to kind of pinpoint, for example, discipline for athletes. Yeah. And at, yeah. and you know, if you want to get or in the 10,000 hour rule, if you want to be a master <laughs> of your craft of yeah. you know, and a craft can be anything. It could be literally your sport, your art, your, you know, coding or whatever it is. You dedicate 10,000 hours to it, but like a dedicated 10,000 hours and you're considered a master. Or you or you master your, you know, um your your craft. And um you know, I think where I played a team sport growing up where that was easy and and not easy. Um, I played a team sport and everything was structured. I had to be at practice, you know, four times a week, two and a half hours each each practice. I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew my schedule. I knew everything from then. But then when you... Um, you know, and this is like actually but an episode that I thought of, of talking about was like life after sports, which is kind of like more philosophical. But like, what do you do after a situation where you've had so much structure and everything that is set and scheduled in your life? And then what do you do in a life where you don't have that? Yeah. And um, and I struggle with that where now I'm like, I probably do have ADD <laughs> because it's very hard. It's really difficult for me to think in a linear pattern and set plans and set schedules and this and that. And I can't function that way. But I did really, really well when I was playing sports because mm -hmm. that was like my my sense of expression. Everything was expressed physically and the practices were set and everything like that. So doing it as like a solo person, solo artist or whatever it is, um, 
is if you if you don't have that sense of accountability from someone else, a coach or, or anybody mm-hmm. else doing yeah. it for you, it it can be really hard to put, you know, we can always say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, one day I'll do that. And one day I'll do that. And um, and then it and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Because of that, like, um, you know, I don't want to say lack of accountability, but that that um, that sense of missing accountability. Yeah, there, there's there is something to be said for having structure in that sense of like somebody else. And yeah, I think right now it's that's that that is also added into the equation, and then it like amplified of just like what is the structure? Because mm. even when you did have structure, it's like well the world changed. The pandemic, like it upset everything. And it's like, I think everybody is struggling with the idea of like, I don't have a routine or structure. And it's like it on the surface, it's, it's a bad thing because it's throwing people into chaos and me including And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. What do I do? And so now the struggle is finding a way to navigate the new, how everything is day to day with and find a new routine that that's kind of stick. And, and I think I, where I'm at is I keep waiting to find the thing that sticks mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah, boom, like, okay, I can do this for a, like, the, here's my routine. Um, and I, and you know, I'll admit it's like, I have no idea. Like I'm still just kind of like the art thing is it's, and I don't know why it feels like a chore right now, but it's mm-hmm. like, man, it feels like a chore to do that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that. And I, and I still haven't come to the understanding of why it feels that way yet. Right. But what I'm, what I can do is recognize, okay, there is a problem there of, it feels like a chore. So what do we do? Like, well, then don't do the typical art quotes that you do. Okay. Well then, yeah. Like the re that's the hobbies were starting like, let's fucking rebuild shit. Let's, fucking and and that yeah we were really excited on that like and that's where i'm like okay i want that to be the takeaway of and it's for us too it's but people listening it's like there it's there is hope it's just not gonna be it's like man and that's where i'm like i want to i'm gonna cling to that because that feels nice uh in this time of what the fuck eh? (laughs) a as the canadians would say what the fuck eh? yeah uh as the Canadians would say, <laughs> I, I speak for all Canadians when I say that. What an idiot! I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but okay, so I think our man, we just did philosophizing for about I know. half an hour. Oh my god! And that We're felt so good. Uh, how do you? F- are you recording? Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> yes. Sorry. Uh, we are in the garage recording. Yes. Yes. We're garage influ- Im- influencers in the garage. <laughs> yes. Um, she's probably like, yeah, I heard voices. Anyways, sorry, everybody. Uh, take a sip of my beer. All right, let's, let's for fun. Uh, Uh-oh. Let's have a robot talk to us. Um, okay, so I... You made a lot of good points, Gabby, about that. It's not just the creative people. It's every, and that's, I think that, you know, the, like, okay, how do you upset 
what we've been trying. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, now, um, for both of us, music is always like, at least, well, it is, it is for both of us. It's, yeah. it can be healing. It can be whatever, but, um, and our, I think our next music munchies, we're going to try and we have, we have a few topics that we were thinking about, but, um, <laughs> we'll have to, yeah it'll be like five episodes i know dealing well with... our next episode is going to be on music munchies episode 25 end of season end one. of season one yeah. yeah and then the following um will be a good a good start to us to a second season we're developing a structure oh see yeah there you go uh-huh i kind of <laughs> we got this we're developing that structure and this is how this is how we begin like even just the smallest things we think oh my god season two we're on season two that's crazy yeah no you're so, right yeah that's funny i didn't even think about that i didn't but think about right. that either so people listening give yourself a structure even if it's i know i won't disqualify that like give yourself structure Hey, today I got to get up and I got to put my pants away. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't Sometimes you know, that's hard. <laughs> fucking putting clothes away. That's the worst. But I think it's, yeah, but it's, we got to start somewhere. Um, I'm going to just for fun, uh, and this is a big question, but I'll, I'm going to ask it every Music Munchies. Um, from here on out and this is not music munchies this is just bender blend flammer lammer <laughs> um i hope that's the name of this episode the, the flim flam whammer blam <laughs> but um i and i and i'm not the first person to come up with this question i don't know who was but it's a great question about music is what has music taught you about life and i was like god dang hot that's like every day i don't it teaches me something new uh it teaches me about seasons mm-hmm. and weather and mood and mm-hmm. uh energy like it's a big question but what could you say could you answer that in just a short for you gabby i'll ask you what has music taught you about life right now Whoa. today like- how about today we'll go with today because that's it's a big question, but how about what did music teach you about today? Um, okay, so on the drive here, I listened to um, my favorite artist is this Puerto Rican rapper called Residente. And um, he was, when he first started, he was in in a band. It was a two-man band. Him and his cousin um, were in Calle 13. And they were Puerto Rican, like, they just expanded beyond Puerto Rican reggaeton. They like got into rock, into this, into that. And he became like almost so philosophical in, in the creation of his music. They ended up um, splitting up, I, I believe, amicably. And um, he's made beautiful albums. Like he's, he's, very, he's like I think he's won like over twenty Latin Grammys. He's like one of the most, if not the most, winningest um, artist in in Latin Grammy history, mm-hmm. and um, and he's really big in Latin America, but uh, like all of Latin America. Um, but I was listening to his first album today, and I remember when it came out, 
when was it? I think like maybe 2001 or something. And, um, and it just brought me back to, you know, the good, very nice, naive, simple days of life. (laughs) And, um, and there's this one song called Atrevete. And I memorized, I played that, I probably drove my mom crazy because I, I played that song over and over and over again, learning the lyrics. And I know every single lyric and every single word of that was, song was this him as a solo artist or as this was him band? at the beginning when he was in in, in his um in his duo and his w- band what was his duo called calle 13 street 13 or 13th street and um and this song was the one that catapulted them to like world world hip-hop fame is it was insane this song just like blew them up Hmm. and every single album after that was just like top 10 you know uh on the on the top 10 charts or whatever um so listening uh, so i was listening to to the album and it's like you know it's like we've talked about the 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 um the effects of the beats of the drums and and how drums like are very um primal and they get to your heart they get to your soul and um and i and i you know i've been having a heavy pretty pretty heavy couple months and (laughs) um and we'll get into that in in the next episode but um you know like listening to that kind of strips away everything and brings me back to the feelings that i had the first time that i heard this song the first time that i heard this album and why i resonate so much with um with latin music and besides me being puerto rican but it's just like this very i don't know i don't i don't have any other um i don't know a better way to to describe it other than like it's just this really light feeling that i feel like i i feel like i'm dancing in the air when i listen to anything like latin music mm-hmm. and um so anyway when i was listening to 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 that one song atrevete like on the way here I just kept repeating it until I got to your house. And um and it's it it just it you know, it it brings ma- it brings back that um yeah that really, you know, yeah. that joyful feeling of when I was I think I was like thirteen when I when it came out. And um Yeah. You know, just really kind of <laughs> wanting to grab yeah. at on. that feeling again. Yeah, hanging on to that. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a great answer. <laughs> Teaches you that yeah like the having that <laughs> connection to a good memory is like yeah that's that's important to yeah. have that like yeah and also to appreciate don't just kidding uh to, how about you bender oh, what has man. music taught you about life today um today it taught me to um listen to the like what kind of like energy gives me um as far as like doing shit, like I had to, like, I had to kind of scroll through and be like, what really what it teaches me is to like, listen to how I'm feeling, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, that's today and every day. It's just cause certain days I'm like, I need some sad boy stuff. <laughs> I need sad. I need to be a sad boy. What makes you, what's your <laughs> sad boy music? Uh, it's, uh, it can be anything. Um, but there's a, obviously minor chords. Please give me minor chords. <laughs> even My that, but, favorite. But what's weird is that 
it's not weird, but um, even if it's like that minor chords, uh, it it I don't. It's not like um, I'm even more sad because it, it's finding that like it makes me feel like it, uh, the solidarity. It's like, oh, you hear minor chords and all. It's like a comfort. It's not a, you know what I mean? Um, that's where like yeah. the sad. It's like pe- on the surface, sure, people are like, oh, that song's sad. It's like, yeah, for a reason. Like it's meant to like you're, it'll give you a little hug like, hey, we're in this together. <laughs> I feel you and it's, do you feel that it brings you excuse me that it brings you down no i like it oh, brings sorry. you further into the sadness no. or does it help no. you kind of like to walk that path yes so the, yeah i should i should be clear that i don't listen to it to get more sad because <laughs> the, i'm not a total masochist um it makes it just kind of it really just it's a perspective thing of just, and or uh i don't know if perspective is the right word but it's a feeling it's like Okay, I feel, and it's and it it's we it's not it's uplifting in a way. It's like yeah, this is sad, but I this is what I need to hear right now to know that I'm just not. And I think that's probably been said before. Like oh, I now I'm not even alone, but it's just like oh, someone else feel or like I that song feels the way I feel or sounds the way I feel, mm. and that's nice to know that it's just like you know it, it's I think it is that isolation thing. Like you can be isolated and feel that way and then you hear me at least for me it's like the music is like okay it's a it's not another person but it's close it's a companion in a way of like you know all right i got this to hang on to i got this to listen to and feel good about even though it's quote sad it's like no well there i'm we're all then we're both sad Mm -hmm. like that artist was singing some sad shit (laughs) I can't listen to sad songs when I'm sad. It furthers my sadness. Okay, so yeah, that's different. Where I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, let me think about more. Let me think about more sad things. Interesting. So you need to shake loose with like, yeah. let me me go the opposite way. Yes, totally. Okay. Totally. That's interesting. Yeah, it's like, and then when I'm happy or at least like in a neutral place, then when I listen to a sad song, um... It won't drag me down, but it kind of, it kind of like, I don't want to say stabilizes me, but it does bring me to a place of, of emotional awareness. Um, but I can't listen. I can't listen to sad songs when, mm-hmm. when, yeah. Okay. That's good to know. It, I wonder what people listening feel, how, how you guys feel about that listening. It's like, and let us know. Comment at the Bender Blend <laughs> PCAST. Mention the Bender Blend. At. But also, seriously, let us know. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, move. Um, we're gonna we're gonna play two clips. I'm gonna play your Atrevete. Say it again. Atrevete. Atrevete. <laughs> it's Atrevete te. Yeah. Atrevete te. That's actually we're, what he we're gonna we're gonna play that. So. Translation in English isn't great. That's okay, but so atrevete. I know I'm butchering. I I can't roll my R's that well yet. I'm going to work on it. You're going to get Duolingo, and you're going to learn Spanish, and then we're going to move to Puerto Rico. (laughs) Si. I can say si. Or Simon. All right. uh, Yeah, so here we go. Atrevete by Calle. 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 Trente. Calle. 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 Trece. Trece. Very good. Okay. 
Uh, for all you English speakers, <laughs> it's spelled C-A-L-L-E 13 on Spotify. He's now also, he's because he's gone solo, he's Residente now. So he's res, yeah. Residente. Yeah, and he, they're, they're both on Spotify. So here's, yeah. yeah, here we go. Here's your song that brings you back, which is funny you said age 13 because... <laughs> Guys, Jay. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of fun sounds going on. It's just like this song yeah. is just the fucking best. And like maybe I, you know, I wish Bender, I wish you fucking knew Spanish so bad. Um, I heard I can I can understand like every I can pick out words and I'm like I know what that means, but I don't know in the context. I'm you like, know, I have no and idea so what he's he saying. expanded, and this I think I've talked about him before in in some other Music Munchies podcast, but um, he's he's my favorite artist because he's expanded his repertoire and his message and his yeah. philosophy as an artist um, to not be only about reggaeton and a lot of like. He, Explain what that is really quick. So reggaeton is the music genre that was born in Puerto Rico. It's yeah. like of African ancestry and a combination of mm-hmm. of like, you know, the Latin rhythm. So you'll yeah. hear a lot of this. Yeah, but yeah. You know, like that's the, you know, I don't know if that's going to translate well on the mic. But that's essentially yeah. what that is. And then for years and years and years and years and years and years, decades, that was the soul rhythm reggaeton. And that's what it was. And it kind of stuck to Latin America. And that's what it was. And then when he came with his cousin, they really played with that. But then they also brought in a little more rock. They brought in a yeah. little more yeah. like other sounds, you know, like you'll hear the the not the flute, but the um the clarinet in that in that song. And he'll and he He's very naturally, very naturally musical. Yeah. Well, and, it so- um, yeah, it sounds like he's like any good musician is you pay attention to what other um, like Yo-Yo Ma went around the world. And exactly. Did the Silk Road Project. Exactly. He played music with every like not every country, but he went to Turkey and he's and then he yeah. then he was like, can we all jam? Exactly. And ki- find common oh, ground. And then totally. they did. And it's like this dude clearly is like. Why wouldn't I bring influence from over here? And exactly. that's, I like that. That's fun. Let's put let, and that and that's great musicianship. Yeah. And that's what a cool artist to be able to, like, say, yeah. hey, like, we don't have to stick to the like. Oh, you want this? I will give you the bass, yeah. and then we'll build on exactly. top of that and make a cool new sound. That's fucking rad. And it's so funny that you. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because in his last album, I think it was either his um, second album as a solo artist. He did a 23andMe test and he found his genealogy and he found out where his genealogy comes from. And he, (laughs) and he, uh, we're taking pictures and he went to, 
um, every country that his genealogy was made oh, up very of. Cool. And Found their he, music. And there's a documentary about it. What's it called? Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous documentary. It's on Netflix. It's called Residente. Oh, shit. Okay. And I hope it's still on there, but it was on there for the longest time. And it fucking made me cry because I just, I, I admire him a lot as an artist. Yeah. And he went to Russia. He went to, I think, Bangladesh, China, um, somewhere in South America. China. Like all the. <laughs> <laughs> China. Forever China. ruined by the way Trump says God. it. God. Um, China. We can't say terrific either. That's terrific. awful. Um, no, but that's uh, that sounds but, rad. I'll, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll look for it. Um, so I'll I'll show you that. I'll, but you can tell, and like he and the documentary goes further into how he developed this, and it is a be like cinematically beautifully shot documentary. And he talks about the cons of the general music industry and how he created eventually like not his own. He was signed with Sony for the longest time, but they wanted him to develop a certain sound. And he was like, I want more than that. And he ended up, you know, um, mm. um, parting ways with them and printing and developing his own albums and CDs and stuff. So anyway, that super long story, but just in general, he's a great, absolutely amazing artist. And um, whenever I listen to his, okay, that's what I was going to say. He became eventually like the, kind of like the voice of latin america and he's very very politically active yeah and he had criticized the governor of puerto rico i don't know, like maybe eight years ago and then the governor banned him from performing in puerto rico because he didn't like what he said even though it was the truth and yeah. um truth hurts man <laughs> yeah and um but he's <laughs> written a lot of absolutely beautiful songs that are kind of like Latin American anthems. Yeah. And um so whenever I listen to him in general, it just it brings back that like that sense of patriotism of like, oh, you know, yeah. good artist. Solidarity. Artistry. Yeah. Yeah, like, hey, we're not invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's good. Um okay. How about you, Bender? <laughs> I mean, I can't live up to that. You're gonna set me up for that. I'm not. I'm supposed to play after that bullshit. Fuck you. Uh, I will play something that's dead. That's the only thing I can do. That's dead. That's dead. He died, and he, okay. was, he was an amazing artist. Uh, and it, he can be a sad boy, but he can also be a. a... Anyways, I'm not gonna preamble too much. Um, I found this. Song, I'd never heard this song from Chris Cornell, mm. uh, the singer of Soundgarden. And uh, very talented dude who died. You know, it's just like, yeah, I was like, all right. And anyways, this song, I don't know why. And it is a sad boy song, and I'm sorry. I hope it doesn't break. But also, there's a little notes of hopefulness and a good message. But then again, we know how the story ends. Well, that, correct. <laughs> but also, he, he the name of the song is also something that here's me, what my question earlier, what taught me, what music has taught me about life today is literally the title of this song is patience and i'm like yeah i could use a mm, whole lot more of that and i yeah. need to practice patience so yeah. i'll just play a little bit of it but like it's a really cool pretty song and it's sad boy here we go let's all get sad let's together get fucking sad <laughs> after that fucking fun of being like <laughs> atrevete you should have done that reverse <laughs> I, yeah it's okay but, well, but you said it i was like all right well i can <laughs> I can't pick someone living to... <laughs> That's fucked up. Here we go. <laughs> Patience, Chris Cornell. It's a pretty song. His, his vocals are fucking... <laughs> 
That dude His, could, God, he, what a great that voice. That man could sing. And again, I'd never heard this song up until five days ago. So that says something to me. Anyways. Ah, uh, just nice chords. Minors. Pretty nice song. Yeah, that is great. I hadn't, yeah, I'd never heard yeah. this song before. Yeah. Um, God, this voice is just so buttery. It's so deep. Yeah. Talk about a tortured, soul. tortured yeah, no artist soul. No shit. You know? Yeah, you can hear it. Um, anyway, so that was that's our little. Why are artists so tortured? What is the thing? What is our thing? Why? Why? I think the yeah, the universe is just like well, if you're gonna have this, then you gotta deal with that. And <laughs> yeah. If I can do this, then you can, you can do, do that. that. <laughs> I don't know what that. Is. What song is that? Um, you do that. Yes, you, you do that. that. You do that. I have to do the whole song in my head. <laughs> you do that. Uh, oh yep. man, it was like a white boy that sang it too, right? Oh, 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 it was Fat Boy Slim. Oh, but it was a sample. Yeah. Of a and old record. And Christopher Walken was in the music video. You can do with this, or you can do with that. You can do with this. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was Fat Boy Slim. Yeah. Oh god, I'm so good. <laughs> but okay, so it's kind of going off of that, and it's kind of like a funny remark. I don't know. Have you ever seen the show, um, The Good Place? Yeah, you can go with this. Or you is can it go this one? Yeah. Rockefeller Skank? Yeah. Or is it this one? You can go with... I remember... Oh, speaking. No, it was the other one. The, the Rockefeller I remember Skank? Christopher Walken is is singing in the... Or I know, dancing I know. in yes. the hotel. I, under, I remember that, but I don't know if it... Is it this one? But fast forward. <laughs> fast the forward. It's coming, it's coming. I don't think it's coming, it's, it's coming. It. Is that the one that Christopher oh, Walken sings? Hey man, I wish I knew. It's one you're right, it is Fat Boy Slim. Or is it Praise You? Maybe it's Praise You, I think it's Praise You. Yeah, it's that one. That's right, because Spike Jones directed yeah. yep, yep, it. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Fat Boy Slim, I think, is good grief music. Grief? <laughs> yeah. That's going to be another for our listeners. We're, our next Music Bunchies episode is going to be on music for grief, which is going to be really interesting. And yeah. Um, 
Oh, and and looking back at old comments, I just also want to we'll throw this in there because my our good friend Andrew Grivjack from the band Bunkers uh, asked the question like, "What should we do next?" And this was months ago, and I didn't do an episode because I we just whatever. But part of the grief episode, he said, what death song would you Ooh. have? What song would you have played at your funeral? Ooh. And I thought that'd be a great question. That I'm is like, a great question. That's big for me. I'm like. Whoa. Mm. Yeah, right? So. That's pretty big. Yeah. That's a, that'd be a really interesting song for a lot of people. Or a really I, interesting question I, for a lot of people. And I, mean. and I might even uh, revoke. I'm fucking my brain sucks. Uh, there's a word. <laughs> it's the weather. I swear. Yeah, it's smoky as fuck out here. Um, I would I would even add to that of like, what can I have a playlist at my funeral? Right. Yeah. And so uh, we'll tease that uh, next music munchies is going to be grief music. Yep. And what playlist or what songs on your playlist for grief and death? Grief and death. Grief and death. Music for grief and death will come. We'll come with some, with some, you know, some, I'll come, I'd like to come with some, re- I want to find out what, like, if there has been any studies on, like, music that is appropriate for grieving or, or anything like that, but I think it's all individual. I yeah. think it just depends. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, they could do a small, you could do a small study. Yeah. We, we could even do it ourselves. But, oh my gosh, that'd be fun. Um, But again, it'd be a sample and and that's the but that's the idea of science is take a small sample population say and with a caveat an asterisk say hey this is a sample of the population of thirty people we know that, right right hey when you grieve what do you like to listen do you first of all do you even listen to music right that might do you not listen be a thing. to the music that reminds you of them like yeah or that yeah. remi- like in 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 the sad way or like in the happy way or yeah you know yeah. Okay. Because well, there are different rememberals. <laughs> yes, rememberals. Rememberals. All right, we're gonna let everybody go, including <laughs> ourselves. Uh, we did it an hour. That was good. That was perfect. Uh, welcome back, this everybody. Thanks. Thank. Welcome back, Gabby. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, welcome Bender. Uh, welcome <laughs> us back to you, to your ears. Uh, we appreciate if you listen to this. Um, again. Go find a fucking hobby that is... And get, let us know what it and is. And let us yeah, say, hey, like, here's what I found that has been fun to yeah. look forward to. If um, you have switched your hobby. If you have switched your career to do a hobby. Ooh, how about that? I want to know that. If you yeah. have if you have done a career and you're like, I de- and you're dedicated and, and um, st- not strict. What was the word that we were using? Um, discipline. Discipline. Thank discipline. you. Discipline at doing your hobby. What is that? What is what is keeping you sane during this time? Is it your hobbies? Yeah. Is it you know? And even and if you're not, if you're past pain, pain, the point of sane, <laughs> like me, and like how are you getting back to sanity? How about that? Right. Um, anyways, cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Gabby. Thanks for coming. Whoa. <laughs> I just let it play out like that. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. We're going to be back with a Music Munchies final episode of the season, season one. Season one. At which makes it sound... Uh, here we go. Super S- official. Structure. <laughs> okay, we love you guys. Cheers. Be good to each other. Be good Cheers. to yourself. Uh, do something nice for yourself. Go buy, go buy something fun. Huh? Go spray paint some stuff. It's oh, let's fun. do it. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. We'll, we won't see you, but we'll... 
we'll see You'll you in see our us. minds. <laughs> okay. okay. Cheers, everybody. Bye. Bye.